Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Terrible 20s podcast. This week is Q&A and I've been slacking. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to record this, but I have two special guests on the show today and I'm really nervous because they're here and I probably won't be able to stop laughing. But I have Amber, who's my classmate, and then I have Christy, who's my teacher at esthetician school. I'll let them introduce themselves real quick before we dive in. Amber. <laughs> Hi, I'm Amber. Um, I'm one of Ruth's esthetician's classmates. <laughs> what do I say? Tell them anything you want. Where are you from? I'm from Dallas, moved to Austin to go to college. Um, after I graduated, I just stuck around and now I'm doing esthetician school. Amber is the girl you gotta go to if you want lashes, waxing, facials, anything like that. So hit her up. I'll tag her esthetician account below. Christy, who are you? Who am I not is the question. <laughs> um, I'm Christy. I am Ruth's teacher. I hate the word teacher, actually instructor. Mentor. Mentor. <laughs> Sounds even better. Um, where am I from? Is what you wanted to know? Yeah, anything. You can say anything. I'm from Colleen. Yeehaw. <laughs> country, country, Texas. Pretty much. There's nothing there. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. Most well, experience. Christy's probably the wisest one out of the three. I feel like we have a good <laughs> yeah. mix of life experience right now on this episode. Why? But... Because I'm old? No. I'm no. <laughs> um... <laughs> You've tackled more of the terrible 20s than us. I absolutely have. All of the terrible 20s. (laughs) (laughs) But we have the topics today of relationships. Not just romantic. Friendships, too. We're going to ask everything and anything. We had a story posted, and you guys actually asked some of the questions, which is really exciting. So I'm going to kick us off with our first question. We're starting off with friendships. And it's, how do you maintain friendships as priorities shift in your 20s? Amber, what do you think? Mm, I think it can be really hard to maintain friendships in your 20s, especially if you were already friends before that, like Mm -hmm. from high school going into college or even from college going into like your adult life, starting your adult job. Um, It's really hard to maintain those friendships. It's especially like high school friendships if you didn't stay back um nothing wrong with like not going to college or anything but like if you like moved away from your hometown and you started a completely different life where you made new friends and made new experiences and now you're away from those high school friends it's really hard to maintain those friendships especially if like neither one is making the effort to communicate and keeping up with that friendship and same goes to like your adult friends when you transition into your adult life it's kind of goes along like you have to keep up that communication if you want to maintain that friendship Mm -hmm. I completely agree and I feel like some people just start overthinking it and they're like because that friend didn't reach out maybe they don't want to talk to me but maybe they're just busy and in reality they just didn't realize they maybe forgot to like reach out on a special occasion or something like that especially like overthinkers you can be the type of person to think like okay what did I do that they're not talking to me 
did I do something? Well, the last time I saw them, they did this and it made me mad. So, like, maybe I'm mad at them and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you can go down a rabbit hole with overthinking about stuff like that. For sure. Chrissy, what do you think? I agree 100%. I just think that as you get older and start doing different things, y'all, your interests are going to shift. So when your interest shifts, like, the boundaries change. People are going to go opposite directions. Um, It's exactly what they say you are, the people you keep. So if you're going in one direction and they're going in a completely opposite direction, or is your friendship probably going to maintain? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you just have to see what your end goal is or what you want out of your own life, really. Yeah. So, if you have true. to part ways, then you have to part ways. I mean, it sucks, but life goes on. That was kind of brutal, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we need, like, the honest, brutal opinion on this. Oh, my gosh. You say it as it is, and not a lot of people do that. Yeah. Which is good. Wow. <laughs> Okay, you want to ask the next one, Amber? Okay. How do you handle conflicts within your friend group? Ruth? I'm really bad at this. (laughs) I am learning how to handle conflict in general because I do not like to approach people and get really awkward about conflict. And then I'm like, oh, I'm mad at them, but maybe they're mad at me Mm -hmm. too. And then I just don't say what I want to say. But in reality... Now I know it's best to just say what's bothering you and just get it out of the way and yeah. move on because not saying anything will just make everything 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Addressing it head on is the best way to do it. Um, you're going to have those friends that are going to handle things in different ways, right? You're going to have mm-hmm. people that are hand right in your face or you have people that may be a little bit more aggressive. So you just have to find a way to approach that person. Everyone's going to have different personalities and everyone's going to handle conflict different so you just have to figure out what works or how to navigate every person as like an individual you're not going to address conflict the same way with everybody yeah pretty much mm-hmm. yikes next question <laughs> me i guess um what do you think is the key to making new friends as an adult Joining esthetician school. <laughs> Joining esthetician school. Group. Great way, Facebook guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facebook groups. You're on all the Facebook groups, Amber. Yeah. Facebook groups. Um, just Bumble BFF. stuff. Yeah. Right? I've never yeah. used it. I mean, I've heard of it. I don't know if I'm really looking for friends on Bumble, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's different than the dating thing. So it's just like, let me like you. It's Bumble, yeah. but like. For friends like it's specifically for making friends i know but how do you choose if that's your friend like we both like anime so i'm gonna like your profile yeah yeah wow. and the same exact thing like you write a little bio you go on a friend interest. date it's almost kind of like yeah like common yeah. interest people mm-hmm. you go on a friend date i feel like that would make me more nervous than going yeah. on a real on a date, date like yeah because it's like another girl you want to be friends with you like have to get ready and oh my god well one of my friends she was following this other girl for a really long time and then finally like they would always like each other's stuff and comment on each other's posts and then finally um I think she reached out to my friend saying Mm -hmm. like like I know we both live in the same city like do you want to like meet up and have coffee or dinner or whatever it was and so they did and now they're 
friends like like she, best friends really not best friends but like they're good, good friends, friends yeah. yeah like she invited her on a trip to puerto rico with her family and so like that's she, the best friend i'm looking for yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but i mean i feel like that's less awkward than just bumble. swiping left and right on bumble yeah like, i feel hey, like girl, i'm kind of the abs make it awkward yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think everyone in these situations feel awkward. So if you are, if you are on the apps, like just know everyone's nervous to like make <laughs> yeah. new friends, You're even just like the one. Facebook group stuff. Yeah, but I think joining stuff like going to like a yoga or Pilates class mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like those classes, like the cooking classes that you see yeah. that they do, or art classes, the freaking painting with a twist. Even though they have different, I mean, obviously this is probably more like SD entrepreneurial, but they have like the seminars that you can go to and it's all like-minded women trying to empower other women to be successful. Success, sexful, successful. (laughs) (laughs) But they have seminars for that too, Christine. I mean, they have those types. (laughs) Not the ones we're talking about. (laughs) uh, I actually want to go to those. I need a... And I need to get a link for that. There's a Facebook group, and there's one in Austin, and they hold, like, these different brunches, and they'll do, like, drinks, and just all these women that come together, and a lot of them are in the industry, in the aesthetics industry, to be clear. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, like I said, just empowering other women, and, you know, like-minded people are going to do like-minded things. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, we all need to go to one soon. I really want to go now. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go. I think it's called the matter of fact. I think it's called the money making esthetician is a friend group or the fin- friend group. Don't quote me, I'm but I'm pretty sure. Are you? You already are on Facebook. Yeah, yeah on Facebook. The mm-hmm. money making esthetician. Because yeah, and they do all their brunches and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one that of them. Sounds fun. Yeah, okay. you just need to add in. I'll try to link that below too. Okay. <laughs> so much good advice so far. I think we're on this one. Mm-hmm. How do you handle growing apart from friends you thought would be lifelong? And what advice do you have for dealing with outgrowing friendships? I know you barely touched on this one, Christy, too. That, like, when your goals change, you start outgrowing and it's just part of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, How do you deal with, like, the friend breakup? That's worse than relationship breakup, I think. I mean, everyone yeah. is going to... Maybe. Everyone's going to deal with things <laughs> a little bit different um, as far as, like, dealing with outgrowing friendships. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, if we outgrow each other, there's a reason why. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that everyone comes into your life for a reason. It's either to stay, to teach you something. They're never a stranger, right? Yeah. Um. So if we outgrow each other because we don't have the same interest anymore and we're just on two different wavelengths, then... It's just the best thing you got to do. It's best for you. I mean, it's going to mm-hmm. hurt, especially if it's a best friend and y'all grew up together. Um, I have a, a, a close-knit uh, friend group, and we all grew up together, and we you know, are still all best friends. But That's so sweet. Yeah, so it's like the long, I've lost long-time friends, but not more like friends that were – like we've been friends for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Not like I've known you since I was 12 – you know, running through backyards and people, get out of my yard, you're yeah. trespassing. Like, those kind of friends are the ones that I'm still friends with. Um, that would be tough losing those friends. 
But I mean, outside of that, you just have to, you gotta do what's best for you, honestly. And mm -hmm. if you have to leave those friendships, relationships behind to do what's best for you, then you gotta be your biggest advocate for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. for the sake of this question, have you ever been in a situation where you literally have to like cut someone off? Because I know sometimes you just like naturally grow Absolutely. apart, like as yeah. you're going through life, but how Absolutely. did you? cut it off with that person like what did you say text them call them um well no for to go into all the detail but i mean there's, been time <laughs> there's just been Pull up the receipts. yeah <laughs> um, those are in the archives <laughs> um, but i mean it it depends on different instincts i mean there's been blocked people or just you know, did you block him out of nowhere? Did you give him a heads up? Or? No, you're going to get a heads up because you're going to know. Oh. Like, I'm going to tell you that you're blocked. Absolutely. Um, but. I like it. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but, yeah, there's yeah. been that. But, I mean, if you're, to me, I don't like to just be blocked out of nowhere. Like, mm -hmm. I want to be known if I'm going to be blocked or I want to know if you're going to ghost or if you don't plan on having a conversation. Like, yeah. I'm going to respect you more for being honest with me than if you're, you know, I go to text you and we're blue and now I'm green. What was the issue? Because I want, well, I honestly always like to have the last word. So even if it was like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to let you know and then I'm going to block you. At least I let you know and it's out there rather than yeah. just yeah. saying, okay, I'm going to dip. So, yeah. Because it's know. different, like, having a friend breakup when it's naturally that you've outgrown them mm -hmm. versus, like, something happened and now like we're not friends anymore right like, it's like i'm not gonna entertain yeah. that it yeah you know what it you know what the end result was i know what the end result was we can put it out there clear the air and i mean i just i'm not gonna involve myself with you anymore and it's a yeah. clean cut i think that all just yeah. goes back to learning how to communicate in your oh, 20s i feel sure. like that's like the biggest lesson that people come that it all comes down to in your 20s. And, like, a lot of issues arise because people don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to communicate. Mm -hmm. And communication oh, yeah. is one of the... I mean, it's a tool that you need to get through your life. In any relationship. Friendships. Relationships. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. But what would you say? You don't have to pull up receipts or anything. But, like, role play. Amber just really made you upset. And, like, you don't want her to be, like, in your life. Like, as a friend anymore. Like, what would you, like, text her or call her and say? Just Depends to, like, give people advice, the, you know, like... What was the... Why am I mad at Amber, though? Amber, why is she... Mm. Why is Christy so pissed <laughs> off at you right now? I don't know. Um, like, she stole my boyfriend? Yeah, like... Or yeah, what's well, your boyfriend? Oh. I was texting your boyfriend behind your back. That's a hard one, because... That. Or we'll make it easier. We'll take out the boyfriend and just say, like, Amber was just, I don't know, doing a bunch of toxic stuff. Or that like, was making you feel negative. I was talking oh. about you behind your back. Ooh, yeah. Okay. It's just one of those things where I'm going to address it. I don't appreciate you, you know, talking behind my back or saying this to so-and-so. If you have an issue, you can address it with me. But if it was... Like, say it's the first time, and it's like, okay, let me address it for you. Mm -hmm. And then I turn around, and it happens again, and it happens again. At that point, what do they say? What's the saying? Um, Fool me once, that one? No, the insanity. Um, um, uh, like, the definition of the Is doing the same thing, thing over and over yeah, again. Expecting so. a different result. Yeah, so mm -hmm. if I... And this is one thing that um, 
One of my ex-boyfriends actually told me this. He was like, if someone shows you their true colors, then believe them. Like, if they show you who they are, you have to believe that's who they are. So if I allow it to happen once, twice, three times, and it continues to happen, that's not a me issue at that point. That's a you issue. Mm -hmm. And I no longer want to involve you in my life. And I'm going to be honest. Like, we just have to go our separate ways. Mm -hmm. And either they're going to love it, they're going to hate it, or I'm going to piss them off and they're going to talk more about me. But, (laughs) I mean, that's fine because you're just lighting the fuel to my fire love it better off without them would you call and say this or would you text this to that person it really depends on who it is it depends on i might it might even be a conversation we had in person i don't know it depends on the person you have to see what type of i think it depends like how close y'all are and like what was the extent of what they did like Mm -hmm. was it something super serious or like, and if you want to salvage it, the friendship, yeah, like, that like, conversation. Because if you want right. to salvage it, you can't go crazy on them and right. text them all this stuff yeah. without, but like, you, context. Right, you yeah. probably want to have a sit-down, like, let's go to coffee and have this conversation because text messages, you can get mixed mixed signals, mixed reviews. Exactly. Like, you, you can, can read into, exactly. Um, but, I mean, I think, too, you have to think of the personality of that friend. Like, are they somebody who gets aggressive or... They somebody who, if I know you're an aggressive person, am I going to probably have a sit down with you? Probably not, because where are we going to get with this conversation? So Mm -hmm. maybe we just need to text and say, hey, please don't interpret this any kind of way. But this is, you know, the conversation we have to have. So it just depends, really. Yeah. Very mature. (laughs) I need more of your advice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. So this just gets me back to the question: What do you do? If it was you, are you you cat? Are you a catty girl? <laughs> I'm not catty. I'm not gonna add more fuel to the fire. Even though I'm like a yeah. weenie about like conflict, I consider this conflict. Um, you still, st- I bet you still stand your ground though. Yeah, when it comes down to it, because I know that holding it in that ruins my day even worse Mm -hmm. and like I just rather get it all out and I did have to do a friendship breakup this year and it was really really hard and I sent a text message and it had to do with like drinking and it was just because this person like every time I would hang out with them they would just get like belligerently drunk Mm -hmm. and intoxicated and it was scary to see and it was making me feel some type of way like oh like should I be drinking to this extent I really Mm -hmm. don't want to do that anymore and then I just told them, like, I had to take a break from the friendship because they just kept asking again and again, like, let's hang out, let's hang out, let's hang out. And there was, mm-hmm. like, only so many excuses I could come up with. And then yeah. I just told them, like, period, point blank, like, exactly what they were doing, how it was affecting me, and I just needed time away. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's a good way to address it, very mature. Mm-hmm. I chose through text message, which for that specific situation I felt was good. But, I think yeah. so. Yeah. What would you do, Amber? Now we're going around a little circle. Right. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know. I've never <laughs> I've never had to cut somebody off. Like I've had friendships where like something happened and like we stopped being friends. Um but I've never had a situation where like someone did something to me or like I just felt the need to cut them out of my life. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I've had friendships also that I've grown out of just because we're, like, on different paths in lives. In life, we, like, didn't keep up communication, and now, like, they're doing their thing, I'm doing my thing. Like, 
we're both happy. We just don't talk anymore. Yeah. Um, but in that type of situation, I'm not a confront confrontational person either. Like that makes me really uncomfortable. But I think if someone were to do something to me, or if like the relationship do- just wasn't serving me anymore, then mm-hmm. I would have to tell them like, this is how I feel. Like, this is kind of like exactly what you said. Like this is what you're doing to make me feel this type of way. Like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like, do you think we could work on this together? Or is this, like, something that you can't change? Yeah. Because then if it's something that you can't change, I can't be here to help you change, you know? They can only change if they want to. Yeah. Because I have also been in, like, uh, relationships where... I tried to help them change, and that's exhausting. That's mm-hmm. mentally and physically exhausting on me. People are stubborn. Um, yeah, people mm-hmm. are really stubborn, and yep. you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped. Also, mm-hmm. that's I'm definitely one of those people. Like especially in relationships, like relationship relationships, where I'm the fixer or the mm-hmm. helper. It's like. Oh, I can fix you. And yeah. even it's like, let me better you or let me help you. Like, I got it together, so let me help you get it together. Yeah. And it's a disappointment every time. So sometimes you have to choose yourself and say, like, I am better than that. Like, this is my boundaries. These are my yeah. standards. And I can't help everyone. Heck, I need someone to be helping me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's almost not worth it to help people sometimes it's that don't exhausting. want the help. Right. Because it's exhausting on your part, and you can't put yourself through that. Mm-mm. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we could stay on that question forever. Let's <laughs> right. move on to the next juicy one. <laughs> Amber. Okay. Can relationships survive major life changes in your 20s? TBD. Yeah, I I feel like that relates back to the last one, like growing apart, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it could go a lot of ways, like moving, getting a new job, um, going to different colleges if you were high school sweethearts, or yeah, I mean, so many different things. Yeah, I mean, I had an ex like that. We were dating in high school, and then we went to two different colleges that were, I think it was like two and a half hours apart. And it's like, I love you. I'm going to see you every weekend. And then yeah. slowly it's, and you don't so talk I really yeah. That's yeah. exactly how it was. Mm-hmm. Like, we started off seeing each other every week, every two weeks, mm-hmm. every three weeks, mm-hmm. once a just, month. Yep. And then it's like, okay. This our, isn't a cheat. This yeah. isn't a cheat. <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like, okay. And then you start to realize that you're outgrowing that person. And mm-hmm. And they're not in your face all the time, so if you don't see them, then you're not constantly... You can be thinking about them, but if you're not in my face, am I going to... Is it going to stay on, like, fresh in my mind? Mm-hmm, so yeah. you start to, you know, lose interest, grow apart. Maybe this new guy is yeah. being friendly to you and giving you more attention and causing, you know, that divide, but I don't know. I think it's really difficult to... For relationships between, like, actual relationships. Um, Friendships, I feel like, are a little bit more Mm because I don't have to be in your face all the time. Sometimes I don't talk to some of my friends, you know, for a couple weeks, and we pick out right where we left off. Like, it was nobody's business. Those are the true friends where you can pick up after, like, long periods of time. Yeah, yeah, and then you 
you know, I haven't talked to you in three weeks because we both are busy. We know we have busy lives. Mm -hmm. But then we spend that two hours on the phone, you know, catching up. And it's like, girl, I have to go to bed. I have to work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you didn't skip a beat. So I think it's, it is harder to survive relationships in your 20s. Your 20s are meant to learn and break challenge you, heal you, you, challenge yeah. you. Yeah, like that's where you, and they say as women, 30s are prime time. And I think... Can't so. wait. <laughs> Literally can't wait. It's great. To be over the 20s. Yeah. Yes. So we can do podcasts. Right. The 30s. <laughs> but yeah, so, I don't know. I think it's very difficult to survive. I agree. Completely different for friendship, relationship. And then I think it also makes it interesting, like, when you do go through a life change and your life is so different from your friends, I feel like that can strengthen your relationship almost because then you have like two completely different perspectives of what's yeah. going on I mean I could play devil's advocate on this question too like maybe that'll make y'all grow apart like the last question you'll have to send the breakup text mm. <laughs> but who knows you're right this is all just meant to challenge us next question <laughs> Christy um let's see how do you find a balance between socializing and working on personal goals yikes <laughs> it's like that balance pyramid. Have you guys seen it? Where it's yes. like work, social life, sleep. Mm-hmm. And you can only have two out of oh. the three. Ooh. You can never have all yeah. three. You can't have all three? Mm-hmm. That's tough because... <laughs> you say it's impossible. Uh, sleep Allegedly. Is. It's Allegedly. very hard. It's yeah. very hard. I don't know because um, I, love, I love my nap times. You have time to take a nap? Absolutely. <laughs> On my day off. Like, me I how. made time. I, exactly. Like, if sleep was a hobby... That's going to be my number one. I, I do. I, I enjoy my midday naps. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm in my 30s and I appreciate that even if it's a little 45-minute nap and I set my alarm, I'm going to take this little power nap mm-hmm. and then I'm going to get back to my day or maybe I don't get back to my day. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Going to hibernation. <laughs> what am I feeling that day? I'm like, yeah, exactly. Spicy. But, oh, y'all need to learn how to take naps. It's everything. I can take I a nap, know. but if I take a nap, you're done for the I'm day. I'm done because I'll, I won't I take a power nap. I'll take a two, three hour nap. And then you're I'll like, take a sleep. Yeah, yeah, I will a, go a to sleep. bed. <laughs> there is nothing. I have 45 minute nap. That's unheard of. <sighs> I mean, it happens. But sometimes, I mean, there are those naps where I like close my eyes and it's like I'm napping, but I'm not fully there. Do you set an alarm or you just oh, absolutely no? I would snooze it. Set. It would like piss me off when it goes off. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I set off. like five or, or like, six alarms. Oh, five when more happens. minutes. Yeah. Ten more minutes. Or I snooze it a couple times, but I do. It'll be like 30, 35, 40, 45. I'm mm-hmm. one of them. So sorry to my future partner. Hate <laughs> <Maybe> me later. <laughs> Probably a lot. But do you think, like, the naps help you recharge, like, mentally and yeah. physically when you're trying to balance, like, oh, like, maybe you just got back from work. You take a little 45-minute power nap, and then you go, like, with your friends, or you go work on, like, personal stuff. And if I like can't that. get that 45-minute nap, guess what I'm going to? Bed? No, I thought y'all knew me better than this. Oh. <laughs> Where? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, my, I was Wait. talking about myself. I'm going to go grab a Celsius or a Red Bull. And keep it no. kicking. I just thought y'all knew I liked my socials. You meant like a mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for one right now. <laughs> Talking about my energy drinks. 
energies. So energy is how you balance it. Amber? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And if I don't have the energy, something needs to stimulate it. So come on. Now, yeah. energy True. drink, something. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I feel like with finding a balance between socializing and like achieving your personal goals, it's really important to have yourself surrounded with people who also have ideal or like like-minded oh, yeah. personal goals too um because if you're around people like with complete opposite goals for themselves or even no goals at all you're not gonna be able to achieve both of those yeah um just like the energy you're around is the energy you kind of bring to yourself and if it's not the energy you need or yeah the energy you need for your personal goals then you probably shouldn't be around those people because they're just going to bring you down not bring you up they don't respect your boundaries you have to put those boundaries up yeah and i mean it's i think it's fine for people to have like different goals but like you said like having friends that respect respect your goals Mm -hmm. and respect that you're trying to like work towards something i think that's huge right that would be like if you tell me like hey i'm starting school part-time and i work a full-time job and you're calling me every single night, like, hey, girl, let's go out to the bar. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to give you the same answer I gave you last night. Like, I have to do that. But maybe the weekends work for me. Or, you yeah. know, I can slide out on the weekend. But you call me every night? No. Yeah. I'm still studying. Yeah. So, I mean. And I then just... the friend breakup. <laughs> <laughs> and then the friend breakup. See? All the challenges in your 20s. Oh, God. There's too many. <laughs> okay. I think we've spent enough time. Thank the heavens. Friendship portion. (laughs) The juicier part. These are all of the fun relationship (laughs) questions y'all sent in for us. And we're starting it off with a bang, guys. Mm -hmm. How has technology changed dating and relationships for the better or worse? I'm on team worse. I'm on team in between. In between. In between. Like, I think worse, but could be better. I think it's all about, like, if you're with the right person, like, you have to trust your partner, right? So, if my partner respects me, like, am I going to say, hey, go unfriend all the girls on your page? No. But respect me. Don't go liking all these half-naked pictures or liking all these girls' posts, commenting on them. At that point, like, you don't have any respect for our relationship or for me. So I feel like you just have to find that person that balances you. So if you have Instagram, I mean, I think we can promote it. But I also don't think that I need to tell the whole world my whole life story about my relationship. Like, I can keep some things secret. Like, you may know I have a boyfriend, but am I going to post every date night? Probably not. Yeah. Um, So I I think think it can be... cringy sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, every date. But I'm like... I don't know, but it's nice for if I haven't seen someone in a while and I'm like, oh, she got a new boyfriend or, yeah, you know, to cute. still like, you know, upkeep with mm-hmm. it. But now like when it gets worse is, yeah, I would yeah. say when it gets worse is when you don't, there's, there's not a boundary. There's yeah. no respect. Yeah. And that's when it's like, oh, well, he's liking this girl's pictures. It would be the same thing like telling your boyfriend you can't go out to the bar. Like, hey, you can't go yeah. out to the bar. And I heard this on the radio, and it hits home, is they were talking about similar things. Um, on, it was either yesterday or today, 
But it was pretty much saying, like, I can't tell you not to go to the bar or not to like this girl's pictures. Or even if you do, you, one, respect that boundary. But you almost would rather your partner go out and involve these things. Because if he chooses not to cheat on you or chooses against temptation, then that's going to make me feel worse than saying, like, oh, you can't do it. And then you still do it. Because yeah. then it makes them resent you. Right. You and then it's like you're taking this, like, it away. Yeah. Right. I'd rather yeah. someone be like, no, this is my girlfriend, boyfriend, and I respect her too much. I'm not going to do it. The temptation's there, but I choose not to. That is what I'm going to respect yeah. more than anything else. And it's like what you said earlier, when someone shows you your their true colors, believe yes. them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like something like that, liking girls' pictures or going out... That's something that happens very early on in relationships. Red That's flags! Exactly. <laughs> that should be like one of the very first red flags. If you see them doing it, you probably should just keep it in your mind that they're not going to stop. Yeah. Because they know they're in a relationship. Why would they still want to continue doing that when they know it's wrong? Yeah. Like nobody in their right mind is going to be like, oh, I have a girlfriend or boyfriend. But I'm still going to like these other people's pictures that are, like, half naked or whatever. But it's okay. Right. Because for why? It's, yeah. it's not okay, and they know that. Because, like, okay, I can mentally like it in my head, right? But do I have to physically, like, go and be like, let me show the world that I like this picture? You don't have yeah, to do that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like when you're in your early 20s, too, not saying that you can't be mature in your early 20s, but life is meant to challenge you, right? And give you, throw you obstacles, either it's going to make you break you, make you a better person. So when we're talking, you know, relationships, and this could be a woman or a man, a lot of times, y'all, in, even in your 30s, you get love bombed. Or, you know, you have somebody that is a master narcissist, and they, you know, make you believe that you're seeing things like, that wasn't a red flag or you really didn't see that um or they make you fall so in love with them at first that once you do start seeing those red flags it's like but that's that's really not a red flag and then making excuses exactly you're making Mm -hmm. excuses and a lot of times being you know young you allow you're a little bit more um easier manipulated I guess you could say because you're more naive you're more naive and I mean you have to go through those to know what you want out of life or know what kind of relationship you want we were talking earlier and I was like you know I dated this man and once I dated him and he you know actually took care of me I was like oh this is what it's supposed to be like so that's that sets the standard for the next person the rest of them right it's like (laughs) if you don't hit this standard of this bar then you're gone yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait, wait. <laughs> like, oh, yes, you're right. For this question, I was on Team Worse coming from the standpoint that I feel like dating apps and just social media has ruined people's communication or, like, mm-hmm. ability to communicate in real life. Like, I have gone to bars and I just see people on their phone, like, the whole mm-hmm. time instead of just, like, talking to one another I'm not saying if you go to a bar, you, like, have to actively look for someone to, like, yeah. no, but talk to or flirt with or room. something. Yeah. But, yeah, like, be present is the whole point. Right. Yeah. You can literally be on your phone any other yeah. time. But, like, if you're going to go out to have fun, actually have fun. Right. Why you're would sitting you want to be on your phone? You're no, sitting no. at the bar swiping right and left. Like, literally. Exactly. Aren't look you in, in real part, life. Right. Yeah. Have a conversation in real life. 
You don't have to worry about catfish. Oh, Easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I agree with you. Yeah. That part of, like, worse, I do agree that social media just in all relationships has mm-hmm. taken that communication yeah. away. Um, so that part, I I do. And that's why I'm like, I'm in the fence. Like, could it be good? Yes. Could it be worse? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Oh, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and like, it's a win to lose in this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, any tips for using dating apps without getting overwhelmed? <laughs> uh, see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you're the single one on the dating apps. Um, I mean, I guess don't be on every single dating app. If you're getting, you know. Do people shit. use more than one at once? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, it's like don't if you're on <laughs> Facebook dating and then Bumble and then Tinder and you're trying to keep at this point I'm just trying to keep up with the names and the life and like oh, that's gosh. just overwhelming <laughs> to like try and keep up with those things. So I say just find one, stick to that. If it doesn't work for you, delete that one, try a different one. But like trying to maintain like five dating apps at once, you're gonna be overwhelmed. And at that point you're gonna you're going to have a misconnection or don't entertain everybody like actually look for that person that you're looking for oh that's good do you think so for every person you get like paired up with on the dating app you have to entertain that conversation like do you ever get overwhelmed with absolutely that? not i will tell you i am famous i do have a dating app so i'm famous that mm-hmm. i might have just been you know bored swiping left uh, swiping right and maybe in the moment you send me a message and I'm like, maybe I really, I don't know. I just don't feel like responding and they just get lost in the sauce. Like sometimes I might be bored and be like, oh, he did right. So let me maybe write him back. But sometimes it's literally just sitting in my, in my inbox. Yeah. But <clears throat> with that being said, that could also be a way to like a miscommunicate or a misconnection, right? So I could just leave you in my inbox and you could have been my future husband. You see? I have to yeah. go through that inbox tonight, Christy. <laughs> I don't have to. Do you think it's Popcorn more overwhelming if you're, like, going into a dating app with the mindset of, like, okay, I want to find my husband, my future husband? Do you feel like you put more pressure on yourself? or No, because um, for me, it's, like, I want it to organically happen, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know that my end goal is I want a family. I want a husband. I want mm-hmm. kids. I already know that. Like, that's that's what I know but at the same time I'm not trying to rush a connection either I'm not trying to force anything but that's when it goes to like finding somebody so if say for instance I have a connection with somebody and off the top you're like I'm not looking for a relationship I'm not looking for um I have kids I don't want more kids if I know I want kids in a family is that somebody I'm even going to entertain no I'm probably going to leave you on red after that's out there or if your dating profile says, I don't care, even if you're like, oh, he's so cute, and maybe I could change him. Like, it's not even worth your time. If he's putting on there, I don't want more kids. Yeah, you're going to stress yourself you're out. You're going to stress yourself. think you can right. change him and convince someone. That's, that's yeah, you can't do that. So, simple. like, you have to find people that are going to align with your energy and your goals and entertain the ones that, you know, like I said, have the same goals. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, but I'm like, I get all the date. I'm assuming y'all don't have date oh, boyfriends. 
Team boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to start over and well, do the dating apps. <laughs> team single. The dating apps aren't what they used to be, I'll tell you that. I was on We talked about that earlier. <laughs> I've heard, I've had a couple yeah. clients come in this week and tell me all about their the, dating apps. Oh, yeah. The dating and it's scary, are, honestly. It honestly, it is crazy. <laughs> like, I was telling you guys earlier, like, the things that I'm, like, do people really put that on their dating app? We're like, yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, Like okay. the baby. You're bold. Yeah. The baby. <laughs> we had a client come in, and she <laughs> said that she matched with a guy in, like, a baby outfit. And she no. was like, is this your Halloween costume? He was like, no, it's just what I'm into. <gasps> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, creepy weirdo. Next. Yeah. I don't even care if I thought that was your Halloween costume. <laughs> and you were Michael B. Jordan. Oh, I love that. I love Michael B. Jordan. You know, that's my husband. <laughs> that is Dak Prescott. For the longest time. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Michael B. Jordan and Dak Prescott. We'll send him this episode. Yes. <laughs> um, but even if it was them, if you have a baby outfit on, you look like a predator. <laughs> like, I would have never swiped right on you in the first place. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish you were, Yes, I was like, I wouldn't be playing around with that guy no, or whatever. Like, you should have yeah, been in the room like, when she told the story. That, <laughs> my mouth, you just see my mouth literally hit the floor like, <laughs> who are you interested in? That's my next question different. is, yeah. let me look through your profile and see who all you like. Because it's probably weird. Oh, for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next juicy one. Ooh. Oh, Christy, God. you have an interesting one to share. How have you coped with a significant breakup in your 20s? We already yeah. kind of talked about this today, too. That's funny. I know it's literally like almost me coming into work this morning and we're just re-talking about everything we Yeah, literally. <laughs> um coped with a significant breakup. I feel like now this is just turning into the Christy show. You have such good advice. Okay, Amber, you take this one first and then I'll go and then Christy. Okay. You'll okay. Be next. Um, I get a break. <laughs> coping with a breakup, I mean, whenever I went through my breakup, it was the really what got me through it was like always being with my friends like just kind of going out distracting myself or like just even taking that time to like be with myself and like understand like my own feelings how I feel about it um I'm the type of person that I like to journal so I'll write down all my thoughts and then that's such a good habit yeah I like to write down all my thoughts and then I'm like okay what can I do to change the situation that I'm in or like how can I better myself because I'm in a really low place right now mm-hmm. I don't want to be here I want to like be in a, a really good place like I want to feel really good about my life the path that I'm going on so what can what are things I can do to change within my life so connecting with myself going on walks being with my own thoughts not being on social media because when you go on social media you're gonna see things that you don't want to see you're gonna see people in relationships getting engaged having babies 
when you're going through a breakup, you don't want to see those things. And then all the TikToks yeah. that it's like, if you're reading this or, you know, yeah. all the and breakup TikTok TikTok knows TikTok when you're knows. going through whatever because they're listening 24-7 and it yes. pops it up on purpose to make you feel worse. To make exactly. you feel worse. Yes. I um, actually, was it a podcast or it was something that it said that exact thing where TikTok is literally they're going off of like, so if they know you're going through a breakup, they hear you talking about it. That's the only thing that's going to be in your feed. But it's like, yeah. and it's over here, you're over here. I'm saving this video and that video and just saving all the videos. And then I'm laying in bed crying myself to sleep. Like, get off social media when you're going through a breakup. You yeah. have to. And don't yeah. announce it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't oh, my gosh. It. That'll make it worse. That's what I'm saying. If obviously percent. I had this man all over my Instagram, he's not there anymore. There you go. I don't need to tell you anything more. Exactly. Yeah, like, I have two best friends, and we all kind of went through a breakup at different times, Um, but each time, it was like we kind of all went on our self-journey, like, our self-healing journey, Um, so, like, that's a couple things that I did, like, taking walks by myself, just being by myself a whole bunch to learn more about myself, and, like, my friend, one of my friends got really into, like, meditating, so she meditated. She started, she's really into astrology. So she started like digging into her birth chart, um, just learning more about that. Another one of my friends got like a, a like attachment style of relationship attachment style book. And she read through that, found out her attachment style attachment style why why she is the way she is within relationships why guys treat her a certain way so like finding out stuff like that about yourself can be really helpful because you have to learn how to love yourself before you can let someone else love you nobody's gonna love you until you learn to love yourself because if you're not happy by yourself then you're not going to be happy with someone else completely agree and i think that when you're in your 20s like actually being in a relationship i feel like that's when you can consider it a real relationship because you're finally like old enough to make your own decisions you don't have to ask to borrow like a car to drive someone somewhere like you can live together if you want to and that's when a lot of people experience their first real heartbreak heartbreak. Mm -hmm. yeah and like you're right like that is super tough but just staying busy and consistent that's how i like to cope with it too Yeah. yeah and like not saying that you have to have an activity for every single part of the day, but even just, like, being with yourself and, like, blocking off that time mm-hmm. in your calendar and, like, being mindful that you're doing those activities, yeah. I think that really helps you go through it. Yeah, because yeah. it's good to distract yourself, like, mm-hmm. diving into work or hobbies, stuff like that, but, like, eventually you have to, like, kind of have that sit down with yourself, yeah. like, okay. Evaluate what you went yeah, through. Yeah, evaluate it. Let yourself feel your feelings yeah mm-hmm. you have to balance that yeah because you can't hold it all in some people try yeah. to do that and they it, explode yeah honestly that's where the <laughs> problems come in because it's like i'm constantly um just being busy 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 that i don't take time to actually sit down and evaluate my feelings or deal with it so and that's where a lot of people take that past relationship into their next relationship because they never grieved or they didn't fix what the issue was and maybe it was you or them or whatever it may be and the cycle happens all and then the cycle happens all over again so you have to like find things to 
find what what makes you happy and brings endorphins in your life. Yeah. And go from there. But try not to take into your next relationship. I agree. But then another thing we talked about this morning when we had this question was also like talking to someone else. Christy, you want to share your thoughts else? again? What do you mean talking to someone else? Like distracting yourself by oh yes you know what the i mean i just (laughs) share the saying we all know it okay yes i was like is it inappropriate but i mean they say to get over somebody you got to get under somebody else that doesn't necessarily mean you have to get in bed with them but to get over somebody sometimes it's a distraction i'm going to talk to this person that gave me interest and liked me and is giving me all this attention and then it's like oh is this what it's supposed to be like and it helps you to kind of not necessarily forget that person, but helps you to kind of start coping things that make you happy. People put smiles on your face. So, yeah. It's a good way to yeah. take it over. That's somebody. But if you're going to do that, <laughs> then you still need to deal with the problem at hand. Right? Yeah. You have to like, Time for yourself yeah. to evaluate and really go through like the emotions that exactly. happen. Exactly. You still have to deal with it, but definitely how it works and do you guys think that you can eventually be friends with your ex absolutely and are y'all friends with your exes i am absolutely not absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) well i am um i don't i wouldn't say i just don't burn bridges um it's one of those like cool like it didn't work out for us like i wish you nothing but the best of luck but does that mean i have to like hate you and you know all of that no but I mean are we hanging out every day probably not um but do we have bad blood no well maybe a couple but for the most <laughs> part most of my like longer term relationships that just didn't work out we're still cool on some type of capacity because we didn't end on like extremely bad terms yeah yeah and even if we did it might have just been we addressed everything afterwards and this is a conversation that we had. This is what happened. This is a conversation. Can you get over it? And it's not like, am I still going to be mad at you? But I can move on and forgive you without forgetting what happened, right? So, yeah, I just feel like you just shouldn't really burn too many bridges. I mean, there's the ones that you have to. That's There's no if, ands, or buts Wrong about ass. it. But. I've tried to be mature about that and do something similar, and I've gone... I'm not going to say I haven't gotten jealous, though, before. Oh, no, for sure. But I'm saying, like, on the guy side of the reaction, there's a lot of, like, butthurt feelings. Absolutely absolutely not. And I'm like, oh, well, I take it back. I don't want to be your friend either. And then I'm just like, absolutely not. And so moving forward, I just personally decided. I was like, I don't think that's wise. I literally had, like... Uh, two of my earlier boyfriends, I try to end things like on a positive note. They were like, absolutely not. They wanted so then I felt crazy trying to end things on like a positive. You know, <laughs> that's like what it you're, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> I really did think, I was yeah. like, is that weird to say? Like, we're just not compatible. I don't think it's a weird thing to be friends with your ex. Um, and when we say friends, like it's not like we're bestie boos, yeah. right? But okay, I do like we're acquaint- yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't yeah. have bad blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like no bad blood. I am just personally not friends with my ex. And some people, some people are like, that is <laughs> not a thing for me. I will not. I won't. And I mean, I get it in certain circumstances, but I mean. 
But I will say if, like, one of them texted me or called me, I would probably still answer it and be like, if they needed something or needed to talk about something, I'd probably talk to them. But I don't know if I would go out of my way to, like, actually help them if they needed something, you know? It would really depend on the situation. Yeah. Right. Like, if you're, like, oh, yeah broke down in the middle of nowhere and you absolutely have no one because I know you have no family or, you know, you might. <laughs> Even then, I I'm mean, I'm like, not going to call AAA. I'm like, you know, there's a phone number on the back oh, of your driver's I license. I just found you out about call. that. I, I didn't even know about that. that. I'm me like, either. call them. Don't call me. <laughs> oh, see. Dang. I probably, I mean, if it's changing your tire, then I can't help you because I don't even like to change my own tire. And I've called an ex to help me change a tire before. Absolutely, I have. I'm guilty. Um, I just I don't, I'm not going to. to change it. But it's like my car broke down. I'm stuck in the middle of nowhere and I have nobody. Would I probably go get you? Yes, if I could. I'm not going to go outside of my way to do it. But if I had the time and I wouldn't do anything, sure, why not? Maybe yeah. we'll rekindle the flame. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. See, and that just reminded me, so when my ex and I broke up, we had tried to be friends, but it was like, okay, we're being friends, we're like talking to each other about dating other people, but eventually it would always come back to like, oh, do you think we would ever get back together? And it's like, no, like, I thought we were already on the same page of... We're just friends. I don't want to keep going back to this conversation of, are we going to ever get back together? It's like, are you okay with being friends or do we need to cut this off? And eventually we had to cut it off. And even after we cut it off, there was times where he called me just to talk and I would talk with him. But is that healthy to do when I know he still wants to be in a relationship? No. Mm -hmm. So in situations like that, yes, you have to. Yeah. So it's like if we can't be friends and be cordial and have, be on the same page, then I've, that is something where it's like, okay, you, we can't be friends, right? Yeah, so there was no like, well, with one of my exes, there is bad blood, but... <laughs> I mean, we always have I, that one, it's okay. Yeah. I have a couple that there's some bad blood, but, you know, but I've also been in a ton, I'm a long-term, I'm a long-term relationship type of girl. Yeah. I don't too. like the short fling, so it's not like I have 50 million exes, right? So... Is what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have them by you got them rotten eggs. That's it. The oh, rotten yeah. eggs. Oh god, what are we gonna do with the rotten eggs? Um, <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll move on to the next question for the rotten eggs. <laughs> Amber, you wanna ask this one? Have you ever been in a successful long distance relationship mm. and what made it work? Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh I guess no for me. <laughs> Really? I mean, we're not together anymore. Right, so that's no. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm oh, single, God. so I guess it really didn't work out. Mine was hilarious. It was the first time I thought I was in love. How? What? What made it a long? Not like city to city, or it was, was it like long? Actual long. Okay. I studied abroad in Spain. Oh, yeah, I that's fell long. in love with this Italian man. Oh. And I really thought, like, I was going to marry this man. Like, this is something out of, like, the Lizzie McGuire movie or something like that. That's my first mind is what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, there's, like, no doubt in my mind that when I go back to university, like, this is going to work out. We're going to talk every single day, even though there's an eight-hour difference. I'm going to go visit, even though I was dead broke. How was I going to buy, like, an airplane ticket? Um, yeah, that lasted maybe, like, 
three weeks when I got back and then I was just literally exhausted. I was so exhausted of trying to like plan out the time zones and be like, okay, I'm gonna call you this time. I'm gonna do this. We're gonna FaceTime, blah, blah, blah. I even bought an airplane ticket. I was so naive and I put it on a credit card and it was like one of the stupidest decisions I've ever made in college, but it's cause I thought I was in love. And then I tried being cordial and ending it like a mature way. Absolutely not. Like went down in flames that one. so for me personally long distance will never be a thing yeah long distance is tough i mean it's tough if you can do it i applaud the people that can and yeah that do it now there's a difference between like there's a reason like you chose to be long distance or say for instance your husband has to travel you know or your boyfriend has to travel for work that's a little bit different. Um, a lot different. Mine was a, a very immature fling. Let's yes. keep in mind. Yes, a lot different. <laughs> but uh, it's so hard to keep that long-distance relationship going. Because you, you can only do so many FaceTime calls. I can only hear your voice so many times over the phone. Nothing and then replace if, being together, no, like, physically. Yeah. I want to cuddle yeah. at night or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And my language is physical touch. Mine too. Quality time. Yeah, like I need the cuddles. I need the time together. Yes. Mm -hmm. Me too. So it's like long distance. Just it doesn't fit in my love language. Yeah. I've heard for some people though in their twenties, long distance is like the way to go for them because that way you get the separation to work on your like personal goals job whatever you want to do and then when you're together I already see you Christy being like there's no way that works but then when you're together you like actually spend you know quality time but I know that's not sustainable do you know what that sounds like to me what, what is open relationship like? oh <laughs> I'm mean. not saying I've done that I'm just no, saying like I, mean, I keep if seeing you it have, on, on the if you haven't if that works for you but that's just what strikes my mind is like oh that sounds like an open relationship mm-hmm. yeah like let you say it I guess I never thought about yeah, it because it's like <laughs> you're taking time to do you and I'm doing me and I'm getting myself together but when we reun- when we re- reunite we're together right so it's like mm-hmm. you do you I do me but when I'm in town we do us that's kind of what it <laughs> yeah makes me think of I feel like also when you're in nothing your wrong 20s, with that especially early 20s you're very naive like you're in love so you want to spend all day every day every second with this person and you don't focus on your personal goals or you don't focus on the things that you need to do you infatuate yourself with this other person and they become like all you think about all you want to do I am right there with you that's why I'm like if it was in your 30s, mid-30s, and that was like, okay, this is what we're doing, I would think more like, okay, maybe like relationship, we're doing mm-hmm. long distance. But in your 20s, I am with Amber, like, you want to be around this person, you're in their yeah. face. Puppy love is totally a thing. And in yeah. your 20s, you're going to have so many different puppy loves or crushes and likes, and you want to be around them. So it's like, that almost gives you the green light to say, like, do you, and I'm going to do me, mm-hmm. and... When I'm in town, let's do us. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in time with my current boyfriend. I, after I graduated college, I was debating moving back to Dallas with my parents. And he's from Austin, so he's, like, does not want to move from here. And so I had told him, like, well, if I move to Dallas, like, 
what's gonna happen and he was like well I guess eventually I would move over there but like if we're gonna be in different cities there has to be an end goal yeah like either I'm gonna move to you or you're gonna move back to me because you have if you're gonna do long distance you need to have an end goal you can't just do long distance and not have a goal because Mm -hmm. what if you stay long distance like you need to have that plan Are you going to come to me, or am I going to come to you, or are we going to go somewhere together? Correct. I couldn't have said it better myself. Back to communication. (laughs) It all leads back to communication, I'm convinced. Okay, last question for the night. Who wants to take it away? I think you should. Yeah, oh my god. Okay. Um, How do you bounce back from rejection in both friendships and romantic relationships? And is rejection sometimes a blessing in disguise? Right before recording this, Amber and I told our rejection stories. And they're <laughs> actually so hilarious. Y'all have to tell them again. Because I totally missed it. It was a little oh pre-terrible 20s. Amber, yeah. you can go first on your story. First. Oh my gosh. Well, mine was in middle school. I think I was like in 7th or 8th grade. <laughs> And I just remember telling this one guy I had a crush on forever. I said something to him like, oh, yeah, like, I think you're cute or whatever. And it was around his friends. And as soon as I said that, they, like, all stared at me and they just started busting out laughing. (laughs) And I was like, okay. (laughs) Ever since then, I was like, I'm never telling anybody that I like them. I'm never telling anybody that I think they're cute or attractive. Like, I'm going to be the one to get chased. I'm never going to chase anybody else after that i absolutely love that you learned a good lesson in seventh grade yeah right. <laughs> and look where you're at now exactly yeah and now he slides up on my stories oh, oh my gosh <laughs> he oh the guy that you yeah. said was cute the guy that the i said was schooler. cute and he laughed See, that's, at me that's what he gets that's exactly what he gets and now he's sliding in your dms better slide right back out yeah. <laughs> oh god thank you but no thank you Okay, so my rejection story, a little bit later in life, like two years, one year, I was a freshman <laughs> in high school. <laughs> but because of this, I was also scarred, like Amber and I will never tell a guy I like him first. And there was this guy, I had liked him like all year, and I moved to a high school where I didn't know anyone, so I was already shy in the first place. And so I had mustered up the courage throughout the whole year to finally tell this guy I liked him. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, like... I kind of like you. And we're stupid high schoolers. He was like, what? And I was like, like more than a friend? And he was like, oh, absolutely not. And I was just like mortified. Like I felt like I turned ghost white. And I was like, never will I ever tell a guy like them. Oh my God. He said no. He said, <laughs> yeah. it's embarrassing. It, it is embarrassing. Yeah. It's very embarrassing. Especially in front of a crowd. In yeah. front of all the friends. Yeah, like, I don't know what I would have done with the crowd. <laughs> I would have cried. Did you cry? Mm, no, I, I didn't. I don't think I cried. I was just, like, so embarrassed. And I honestly don't even really remember, like, the details of the situation. Because I think I just blacked it out. <laughs> like, it was so traumatizing. That's I don't remember. Like, going back there. Yeah. What I would do to have a camera for both of those. Like, just see it back now. <laughs> exactly. And just Rewind watch it. it. Yeah. I would just got really red and... Hot yeah. flush, like, okay, this is yeah. so embarrassing. 
Yeah. I think this all goes back to, like, dealing with a breakup, though. Like, it's similar. Just a breakup, you've spent more time together. Rejection. Mm -hmm. Probably less time. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Just figure out what you want. Spend time with yourself. Do your thing. Live life. And you know what? If I'm not everybody's cup of tea, that's fine. Because I'm somebody's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You better love yourself, girl, and stop. Don't let nobody mm-hmm. put you down like that. I mean, you can get rejected, but there's going to be your person, that person for you. Not everyone likes the same thing. Yeah. Because I know I like what I like. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about the TikToks <laughs> The country cowboy. Those TikToks, oh, I'm telling you. Y'all would have never have guessed, but here it is. The secret's out. It stopped recording. I don't know. How do I hang up on this? How do you end it? Oh, you're still there? <gasps> oh, we're still there. Oh. Sorry, guys. Intermission. <laughs> I was getting a phone call. You're like, um... I, I was like, they did not watched. just miss that funny part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they probably did. We'll see. We'll see whatever happens, but... If they missed it, then maybe they'll have to check back. Yeah. We might have to do a follow-up episode. Another Q&A soon, if y'all want. Mm-hmm. It's Dang. up to you guys. But that's... All of our questions for tonight. Yeah. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Christy, for coming on <laughs> impromptu episode. Thank you. If you didn't already guess by the quality of this recording, it's from my phone, and we're currently in a classroom. So. <laughs> oh my God, that sounded so crime junkie to me. <laughs> the way you said that, like, if you didn't know, um, you were meant to be a podcaster. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you. an SD too, but true, true. You can do both. Make that bank, girl. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. All right. Well, I'm going to link everyone down below. Amber, Chrissy, how can the people follow you, connect with you, get esthetician services from you? They follow my esty page. Yeah. What is it? The Christine underscore your best esthetician at Gmail. Or I said at Gmail. That's my Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to typing up emails at gmail.com. So that's totally just my Instagram, guys. My professional <laughs> page. And if you're looking to become an esthetician or a career change, come see me at Malouzi. I'll change your life. She will. Okay. One okay. of the best teachers out there, guys. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Instagram, at Amber Airy underscore. And then SD page, at Amori Aesthetics with an A. Amber's popular. She's always booked, guys. So if y'all want to be on her schedule, I know. get on it quick. I was going to say I would give my um, personal, but maybe not yet. <laughs> to be announced. Yeah. TBD. TBD. All right, guys. Well, that is enough for this week. We'll see you soon. Have an amazing morning, night, afternoon, drive to work. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.